Hello and welcome to Veiled, the authentic podcast for the authentic Catholic woman. I'm Grace, your host, and today I am joined by my best friend, Laura, to speak with me on a topic that needs a lot of speaking on when it comes to um, younger women, I suppose. So, um, hi, Laura, welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. It's a pleasure to sit down and talk to you about this. Um, so today we're going to be talking about singleness. And when I was coming up with a name for this episode, I first wanted to put how to thrive in your singleness. Um, but upon thinking about it more, I realized that that's not the best title. One, because it is pretty cliche, as you pointed out, so thank you. Um, but it also, it, it's not always um, a matter of thriving. It can be hard sometimes. Um, but what it is, in a sense, is it's a blessing and we can use it wisely. Um, so we're going to name this, um, wait, what, I <laughs> How, how to, to make the most out of singleness. I how think. to make the most out of your singleness. Yes, out of singleness. Um, so we don't have necessarily a script here, uh, but we do have some points we want to cover. Um, so I think we'll just dive in for a, for a good open conversation. Okay, so the reason we wanted to talk about this is because any woman, um, a young girl, young woman, whatever, who desires uh, to be a wife or a physical mother um, will definitely find some sort of like, sadness or longing when, when waiting for the quote-unquote one uh, that, that God um, will, will send to us. Um, but it's really important that we make the most of that time um, and that we actually live our life instead of um, just waiting and I think that's something you always hear that a lot, right? Like waiting for Mr. Right or whatever. Um, but I think there's, you can only, yes, you are waiting in a sense, but you only have one physical life on earth. So if you're, don't, you can't spend your time pining and, and pining and not doing anything. I agree with you on that. Um, I think right before, you know, we, we started this section, we, took the time to say we have to we need to talk about the fact that not everyone is called to marriage and that's mm-hmm, something very that's true. very very important to recognize yes not yes. that you know if you're if you're not called to marriage you're condemned to live a single life absolutely not you know no, we recognize no. those as being called to being single mm-hmm. as and, and all vocations that god has are beautiful and wonderful and if and if you're called to be a sister 100 like absolutely follow that People can definitely be called to singleness um, in in several different ways, um, and at the time right now at which you are, if you are single in this moment, um, that is what we are talking about. And I think, mm-hmm. obviously, the the big I, I like to specify between little v and big v vocations. Um, <laughs> you know, like what's your immediate task and and um, ro- job, and then what's the the one later on down the line, and regardless. This is what I was was trying to make. This is the point I was trying to make earlier. Regardless of what you are ultimately called to in the end, um, sing, if you're if you are single right now, here is a way in which to move forward. And I think since we are both at this time desiring um, to be 
and correct me if I'm wrong, we are both at this time desiring to be wives and mothers of the physical sort. That's what we will be um, talking about the most here. Um, but I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for that as well. Yes, but of yeah. course, God willing. Of course, willing. yes, <laughs> and God willing. And um, you always have to make a, make a point of um, offering that up to God. And it, it kind of segues nicely into um, a point about a little bit of spiritual anxiety that might come up about um regarding big big b vocations like what the lord is calling um you to in your life i know that this is i've expressed to laura that this is something that i've been struggling with recently and for whatever for whatever reason that may be i won't quite uh get into that right now but i think the most important thing is to to trust in the lord and to ground yourself in him and that whatever he wills for you um, is going to be the best thing. He knows our hearts better than we know it ourselves. Um, And I think to rush into any sort of decision or to like just get into a relationship right now or commit yourself to something without taking the time to... um, to, to let God speak to you and to grow in him um, would just not be very wise. So we must choose this wisely and mm-hmm. and to, to better ourselves and to grow in holiness and virtue. Um, so Absolutely. It, yeah. So do you have any other notes on, on the spiritual anxiety? I guess rather, more specifically, anxiety about future vocations and, and, and whatnot. Yeah. So yes, I was, yes. I was going to, I was going to yeah. say it's, it's a major part, part of the, yeah, we're not talking about spiritual anxiety in general. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, the thing about this particular topic, I was going to say issue, but it's, it's not really, an, it's just, it's, mm-hmm. it's just another thing of being, it's another part of being a Christian and mm-hmm. it, it is a big one, It, but it is also, you know, I think as a general rule, all of us have a lot of different things in our that are going on in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And when we try and focus on one aspect, that's mm-hmm. really, honestly, it's not in our control. Right, at exactly. All. In the immediate right now, it's nowhere in our control. Yes. Yeah. When, when that happens, we lose sight of what we're supposed to be focusing on. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that the more that I personally will try and reach out towards what's what's you know important for me in the moment it's not necessarily it's not what god's it isn't what god has planned for me towards the future and we're going to get into that in a second um which i feel the need to mention that everything i'm saying right now is (laughs) not my only credibility stems from the fact that i have lived I have I have experience and I have made mistakes <laughs> and I've learned from them. Mm-hmm. So this is this is less of me, you know, being a complete expert on the subject and more oh, of me yes. saying, yeah. "Girl, I get you," yes. which is again a pretty cliched way of saying that. But I think <laughs> that it's important to highlight that. But when we mm-hmm. allow ourselves to um, be swayed by different em- emotions, things, honestly, and emotions, yeah, and going and fears. Yeah, just just everyday life, especially mm-hmm. that that um, that natural that natural desire to want someone else in your life. It's very very difficult to focus on what you need to be focusing on right now, which mm-hmm. is as you were saying, 
you know, what's, what's that path set before me? You know, how can I, how can I serve and please God right now? Because I mm-hmm. know if there's a will, it, there's a way with, with, mm-hmm. with him. Absolutely. When it and comes God to God will show have, you that when it's time. Yes, I, absolutely. I'm a strong believer in that. No, I totally loved how you said that. I, I completely agree. So now I guess we're going to get into the, um, kind of get into some of our, some of our tips. Um, and I guess, first of all, I wanted to, another thing I wanted to point out is that like, when it comes to um, if you feel the desire to want to get married and get into a relationship, and especially like in this moment, if you want if you want a relationship, if you want to get married, um, and and you want it now, theoretically, you could get it now. And, and this is a point actually brought up in um, by a YouTuber I like called Bindi Mark, um, and she's not Catholic, but wonderful, wonderful Christian lady, and she says like theoretically, you can go out and get any man like, or not any man, but you can go out and get a man and, and, um, find a way to get him to marry you, I guess. But is that the type of relationship that you want? And is that the type Mm -hmm. of relationship Mm -hmm. that's good for you? Um, and you know, she said, singleness ordained by the Lord is far better than finding yourself in a makeshift marriage that you put together yourself. And I love that. That's really, that's really powerful. Mm -hmm. And not even in, not even, it doesn't even have to be makeshift marriage. Maybe you don't even have to go so far as to marry the person, but even a makeshift relationship, because there have been times where I've gotten myself into, into a relationship with someone just be, just because I wanted it, just because I didn't, I didn't, because you could and because I could and but that is the a total abuse of um abuse of our I mean ourselves and our gifts that the Lord has given us as well as just a total use and misuse of another human being Mm -hmm. um which is just an awful terrible thing and um uh yeah I I think one more thing that she said to quote her once again um is that she started saying this prayer and going along with what we had said earlier in in this um, episode was just like to give it over to the Lord, to um, pray for for trust in him and um, pray for his will. But she said, God, I will wait for you to bring me a husband. And even if you choose not to, I will accept even that, which when you first hear that, when you first say that, it it's a little bit scary if you, uh, Absolutely, yeah. yeah, if you're desiring to have a husband a lot, that can be hard to say. But then if, if you're saying like, um, God, I will wait for you. And even if not, I will accept that. Then that's, you have to bring yourself back to the, to the message of it's either you wait and you, you wait for the one that God will bring you and will be the, the best thing for you. Or you put yourself into one that is going to be potentially just hanging by a thread and not mm-hmm. the most fruitful. And I think God will bless any, ch- uh, potentially he, there's a possibility he'll, he'll bless any choice that you make because God brings blessings out of so many situations. But, um, I think you really have to just go back to saying like, I know if God does have my best interest at heart all the time, why would I not trust him? with this you know what I mean yeah and that's that's good yeah again just trusting and and having patience in the Lord is is very important so that's definitely definitely the starting place all right so during this time we've already said it before but you want to use it to work on yourself um and 
to do that, I think you can ask the question, like, I mean, if marriage is what you want, if marriage is what you feel feeling called to, ask yourself, am I the type of woman that would attract the type of godly man that I'm looking for? And if the answer is no, then you have some work to do. <laughs> um, I know I do in that. I mean, we all always... We are, all do. Yes, yes. all do. Um, are, you know, we're all called to holiness uh, and st- got to strive for that. Um, so I don't think you're ever going to be perfect. And I think that's kind of naive to think, oh, well, once I get to this certain checkpoint, God will like grant me, grant me that because he's, he's not sitting there with a checklist. But, you know, if you are looking at your life and your habits and your um, just, just way of living and way of, way of praising the Lord and it, and it's not lining up with a woman that you would want to be in a relationship. Like if you're not acting in the way that you would want to act when you were a wife when you're a mother obviously you can't like you can't act as you're gonna be different but do you know what I mean in in the sense of how you how you hold yourself how you pray how you does that make sense absolutely I love this point and here's why I love this point is because as Christians actually I'm gonna take that back as Christian women it's so, so easy for us to fall into this pit of, am I good enough for a man? Hmm. And then when we move beyond that, is it is, is my, am I where I want to be in my life? Am I the woman of faith that I want to be mm-hmm. in order to deserve a man? And I think that's where, that's how, that's at least how I've been looking mm-hmm. at it for the majority of my life. But the most, the single most important question we need to ask as Christian women and as Christians in general, it is, um, am I at, at the place it, to where I am looking for change, to where I'm looking for union with God? Mm-hmm. Am I constantly seeking that? And I think that it is so easy for us to say, again, like you said, finding the checkpoint that will unlock a husband <laughs> right, right. In, in, you know, in a sort of sense. Uh-huh. But when we allow that to, when we allow the, you know, the husband to be the ultimate reward. Right, the end goal, yes, so to say. We lose sight of what we're doing because then the the oh-so-important prayers that we do become mm-hmm. rituals as, I mean, they're just, they're just, it's like a daily checklist. Did I do my prayers? Did I do this? Did, you know, did I, did I go to... Did I go to mass? Did I go mm-hmm. to church? Did I did I do all of these things that are that God calls me to do? Right. I did. Okay, so God, where's my treat? Where's my where's my future right. husband? Where where is that? When we fall into that trap, it's so so easy for us to fall away and the mm-hmm. and the and to be really discouraged. Yeah, and yeah, absolutely. fall away from faith. Absolutely, I totally agree. Because yeah, I mean, the husband is not the end goal, and it can look so desirable. And and if that is what the Lord is calling to you, fantastic, great, amazing. He's going to bless you a trillion times through that relationship. But our ultimate goal as Catholics, as Christians, is heaven. Our goal is to be mm-hmm. in union with Christ, right? And if we're not taking this time to help do that then we are we are losing sight of the end goal there's this common idea of the altar switch i think sarah swafford um 
she's the author of a book we read um, in school, uh, she, she refers to this phenomenon as the altar switch, where women and, and men alike will say, oh, well, I'll just do that once I'm married. Like, I'll just do that once I find a boyfriend, once I get in a relationship, mm-hmm. you know, once I get married, then I'll start doing this. No, it's not an if-then scenario. Like, you have to do these things now, and I think that's what can be such a blessing about singleness, because we have the time. I mean, obviously, maybe we're maybe we're slammed with school, maybe we're slammed with jobs, but we can, we still have the time, and I'm sure we're going to have, we have more time now than we will once you're in a committed relationship. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so why don't we use it to change those things um, now, right, that, that we say, oh, I'll change that down the line. No, take advantage of this time do that now um and that so that goes for prayer um also goes for if you are if you're wanting um if you're wanting to be a homemaker like cleaning and and cooking like learning skills um not so much Mm -hmm. in the not so much saying like again uh it's not that it's not that checklist of like okay well check i learned how to I learned how to um, cook lasagna. Like, God, where's my... Perfect. <laughs> We're set. Right. God, where's my where's my husband? Um, but you can, like, take that time to learn those things now that you are... That you want to potentially do for your children, do for your spouse, uh, if you don't... If you don't know them. Um, and I think also when you're, when you're doing that, you may um, realize that like during this um that you're not quite ready if you're if you're looking at like if you're looking at those things that you need to do and or you're listening to this and you're noticing a bunch of stuff um then I think that might be some consolation as well um to to kind of step back and say like maybe I'm not ready um for a relationship now and and it's okay to it's that's okay in fact it's the more mature move to say I'm not ready Absolutely. Uh, instead of jumping in to something and harming another another person. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, with with an immature um, heart towards a relationship. So that's a big that's a big point right there. I paused the recording to take a look at my notes to see what you know point number two was or whatever. And when looking, I realized that. That's pretty much it. Everything we have covered is is honestly pretty much it. Trust in the Lord. Use the time to better yourself. And then um, third thing, which I didn't say, but I just thought of, is like get out there. Um, not in the sense of, uh, oh, you know, join in the dating app or something, but like... Don't do that. <laughs> Please which, don't. <laughs> I'm very against those. Uh, I don't know about you, but maybe it's personal experience, mm, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, like get out there. Join friend groups. Go Join um, church groups, places that will um, allow you to meet people. Because if you're doing this um, to better your... Like if you are bettering yourself, if you are growing in, in trust of the Lord and in love of the Lord, but then you're not leaving your your house or the your workplace, um, then like you're, you're only going to be meeting people in your house and your workplace. And I don't know if that's the most conducive obviously Um, I do before we perhaps move on I mm -hmm. do want to add something really quick which is great it's it's a great point you know get out there um 
and but also focus on God and I think a lot of I've because I've heard this before girls Mm -hmm. will say how do I you know how do I get out there how how am I supposed to do that when I'm also trying to focus on God and I don't think it's necessarily putting yourself out there in the sense of um being the pursuer or yeah I I don't think I mean it in a sense of pursuing mm-hmm. I think my my and it's kind of hard to articulate because it's kind of a difficult issue because when mm. we find ourselves at a we, we find ourselves at a sort of this dichotomy where we are called to focus on God right now mm-hmm. and understand that if he has a husband in mind he'll provide one for us but our but main goal right now is to focus on 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 him on yes on yeah. trying to pursue him and then there's also this other point where we have to focus on well, well if if god has some someone in yeah, mind then i i have to be available for him to find me if exactly that's the thing. yeah and that's and that's a good point um because i think I think the two almost seem to rival sometimes. Like I've, I've, I've even heard women say like, "Well, just you know, go out and like, uh, maybe they don't mean it this way, but like, go out. Oh yeah, make go out and make the first move. And if that maybe that's maybe that's I, I'm not I'm not gonna say whether or not they should. My personal opinion, I I don't want to make the first move, but um, I do think that going going back to what we were saying, um, I do think God will provide and. Um, there's a difference between like, um, I think between being the pursuer and, and, and just in being involved, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Um, if you're going to events saying like, oh, you know, I, like I'm, I'm going to this to meet a husband, like I'm going to, yeah, if your attitude is like, I'm going, I'm going to find my future husband, um, like I'm going here, God, like you better send him here. Then that's totally the wrong attitude. I think it, I think it really comes down to more of an, of an attitude. Obviously there's the behavior aspect of like going on a dating app or going to, um, a couple's night or something. Obviously definitely don't go to a couple's night Uh, or like a dating, like a singles event, specifically designated singles, like dating event, if you have discerned that you are not ready yet. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's a big, that's a big thing. But if you are, you are, if you are really trying your best right now and you're working and, and you have decided that, you know, maybe, maybe I am ready, um, but I still need to, to trust in the Lord, then like, then maybe that's, that's okay. Maybe you can go to that dating dating event but as for just social groups um as for hanging out in circles that will enhance your life not detract from them um there's nothing wrong with that and that's that's absolutely encouraged because one yeah you may meet your future husband there you very well might um but you'll also just meet friends and who who doesn't need more um christian catholic religious um friends striving just just striving to be good people no matter no matter what so um I think I think that's does that you feel like that's a decent uh yes I think there is a difference as you said between actively seeking and just going and being a part of of communities mm, definitely mm -hmm. definitely putting yourself in a situation 
that is going to be healthy for you, you know? Like, mm-hmm. for example, if you're going to the bars every every weekend looking or, or thinking <laughs> right. that you might find your husband there. I'm not saying going to the bars is a bad thing, but mm-hmm. I am saying that, you know, going and rather than maybe spending that time... In a, I would say, yeah, in a in a healthier yeah, environment. Look, yeah, look. Make sure you're looking in right in the right places. Yes, if you if that's what you're what you're doing right now. Again, definitely, it's okay to to have fun mm-hmm. as long as you're being as you're being healthy and smart. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, again, making those making sacrifices. This is this is. I think I'm going off on a little detour, but <laughs> sometimes you mm-hmm. have to make sacrifices in saying mm-hmm. I am going to. You know, I'm uh, tonight. I'm choosing my relationship with uh, Christ over, yes. you know, maybe try, maybe going and with the possibility of finding a man. Mm-hmm. Again, that's that's not the same thing, but right or like the oh, I'm I'm just going out to have um to I'm going out on the town to have have fun with my friends and and maybe even you very well can, but it depends on the type of type of fun you're having and and that's obvi- like that's between you and God, but um. Yeah, like, just look at the ways you're spending your time. In a way, this all connects to just bettering yourself and growing Mm -hmm. in your relationship with Christ. Because if your um, idea of the best way to spend your time is still, is like making choices that are not going to be the best for your soul, then, you know, that's that's something to to reflect on. Mm -hmm. All right, so now... Um, that we're done with that I'd like to move into some questions um, and question and answer um, and they, these are not like necessarily to be like targeted or anything but um, just to get a better understanding of um, I suppose mindsets around relationships um, coming out of singleness and, and then going back into singleness when that relationship is done um, so a first question is like um, Laura before your last relationship what would you if you could go back and tell um yourself something before you got into that what would you tell yourself um I think I have two so I have I have two main points that I would really want to make to myself um and the first the first thing if I could just jump right in is that Mm -hmm. the first guy that you court or date is may not be the one you marry um Mm. and something that I really struggled with was and it almost made me physically sick to a point is that I felt like you know maybe God is calling me to marry this guy Mm. um at least you know that which is what happened in my in my last relationship Mm -hmm. but if I don't allow myself to take the time to listen to God and you know once I'm in that relationship Right. You know, it's not just before, oh, is this is this what you've called me to do? Great, now I'm dating this guy. But if I allow myself to be lost in the relationship mm. rather than listening to him through it um, and still living the life mm. that I w- lived when I was single. And striving for holiness. And st- oh, amen. And striving, yeah, absolutely. That Then I will not be able to... I mean, likely the relationship wouldn't work because I would lose that part of me or it just wouldn't mm-hmm. be as fruitful as it would be mm-hmm. had I chose to to listen to, to what God is telling me. Right. And oh. then the second thing that is, I think, more important than the first thing mm-hmm. is um, faith is the ultimate foundation. It is 
quintessential in any Christian relationship. Mm -hmm. And no matter how much you are striving for holiness, Mm -hmm. and you might be right on the money, if you get in a relationship with a man that is not at that level, then there's not there's no way that it's gonna work. Mm. Or if you say, you know, I mm-hmm. he and I we might go to the same church, we might our parents might have the same values, we might have the same political values, but if we don't agree on certain minutiae that are actually gonna be really important later on, this is not mm. gonna work. Mm, um, amen. And it's so much better to say, I'm sorry, this is not gonna work out and stepping away sooner rather than saying, No, we can work through this, we can compromise because mm. then I mean and this is, I think this is just the woman, the woman in me that's thinking, but how are you going to raise your kids? You know, are you going to have to flip flop between, you know, between different sides of the family? Mm-hmm. Are you, and even just in, in personal lives with each other, you're missing that key thing, right. which is yes, that God solid is foundation. Absolutely. Oh, I, I love that. I it's absolutely even, love that. I just also want to add different levels because you know, you might be at a different level than your partner mm-hmm. and you either have to recognize that you're, you know, you're not where you want to be. So mm-hmm. then you're striving to put yourself there or you recognize that they aren't striving. I mean, you should have equally high standards yes. for yourself as well as your partner. And absolutely. if they're not there, you need to communicate that or you need to say this isn't working. Oh, absolutely. I I, I love that. And it reminds me of, and I think I've shared this um, with you before, a little analogy that I was told once before when I was um, kind of being, I was pining over a guy and really sad about being single. Um, I heard the, the analogy of run towards God as we as women need to run towards God because he's holding his arms open and, Mm -hmm. and when we're going to, we're going to run and maybe we're running for a long time. Maybe we're not running very long, but when the time is right, when and, and if God says so, we'll, we'll turn to our side and that man who he has chosen for us will be there mm-hmm. and again going back to what we said before like you you do have to be out there you can't just sit in your room and, and wait it doesn't quite work that way <laughs> but um like god should be the main priority and then and then that guy in terms of holiness or whatever he he's got like he's got your your back he's got your side you together the two of you are then running towards christ jointly and yes. and that's yes. and I think that's super important because, yeah, um, like holiness, it it is um, something that we all have to go for. And if if you're if you're making exceptions, um, and you're making like excuses, um, in the, in the, um, faith of that significant other, then, then it's probably not good like I guess I think and I guess I don't know for sure because I have not experienced it but I feel as though when you're in a relationship with a mutual um desire for for virtue and and striving and um that you can feel it I'm I'm really sure you can and you're Mm -hmm. and I don't think that I don't think we would play this game with ourselves because I've been in the same situation where you play this game in your head being like well you know, well, I can fix this, or maybe he'll get a little bit better at this, or whatever. And and it'll, it, but it, I think mainly it comes back to the self-reflection as well, saying like, am I where I need to be? Um, am I where I want to be? And then if and then if if you're at that level and he's not, or if if you're not and he and he's not, then then you either grow together or you're gonna grow apart be- while you grow up because um, 
because there's no way it can work any other way I don't think um, yeah um, and I just want to I, I I think you made a, a really great point something mm-hmm. that is also important to remember is that there's a difference between you know wondering I mean because I think we all have doubts in relationships and it's important to discern between okay am I having doubts because it's normal to have doubts or am I having doubts because there's a there's a bigger issue going on Mm. you know and I mean not every relation no relationship is just going to be easy sure though those first three months might fly by because you know it's that it's the the heat of the you know Mm. the the fact that you're you're dating someone new and that's great but Mm. when you know, when, when the push comes to shove and you start having doubts, there's a difference between, I don't know if this is right for me, and I don't know, you know, I don't want to I don't even know if you'd call it, I don't even know if you would call it doubt at the point of, like, if it's, if that's what God has called you to, um, because, like, would you even know? And that's something where I, I don't feel, I don't feel personally qualified to speak on that, because I haven't found the person, but I, I mean, you always hear, like, when you know, you know, right? And I feel like if you know, then why would there be, there's going to be challenges, but then, and, and struggles and hardships and things that you have to push through, but then there's also going to be the doubt and justification and constant worry and, and, and stress. And that, I know it, like, that is not it. Exactly. And I was trying to say there is a difference between having challenges mm, and saying mm-hmm. I and and having doubts as in going. I, I think that everyone might have a doubt before they get married, but oh, there's yeah. a difference between I'm saying, you know, when they're on the path to getting married. Mm, um, mm-hmm. But there's a difference between that and then having that constant worry. And that's right. I was trying to discern between those. OK. OK. Um, next question. And I guess because we already kind of covered the other one in that answer but like um why do we why do you think that it's so easy for us to tell someone to um trust and and to be patient um when it's so hard to do that ourselves that's a great question (laughs) and I think it's one that's often overlooked because you always have people saying trust and have patience and then Mm -hmm. you have some you have another group saying how do I do that that's so hard and I think that when we're in the thick of of uncertainty when we don't know what God's calling us to do mm-hmm. and someone tells us trust and have patience mm-hmm. it sounds really condescending because yeah. we go well how how can I how, do that it yeah. is such a long and arduous process to go through but I think when once we get through that and we see the reward that that reaps and we mm. want to be and we we see how God has blessed us through that process then mm. it we want to tell people, no, you just, you have to stick with it. You have to trust. You have to have patience because that is going to propel you towards having these blessings. So I think Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's the beginning of the journey versus the end of the journey. Looking back. I love that. I love that. I, yeah. And I think also just like, even, um, even like me as an outsider, who, if someone were to tell me just trust and have patience, I would be like, oh, that's so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would still tell them to trust and have patience. But for me to tell them, it's so much easier. And I think that's because I'm also looking from an outside perspective. Yes. Right. When you maybe I'm not even at the end. Like I'm, I'm still in the thick of it. But I'm, I'm looking at, at her, this girl asking or saying or whatever from an outside perspective 
with with the thing um, w- without sadness involved for her sake, um, but with with just general love and, and knowledge that, okay, whatever, um, either, well, either one, you're waiting, or two, you get a re- into a relationship right now that is not going to be beneficial that is not gonna um other than maybe teaching you lessons like you shouldn't get into that relationship but it's not going to um be what like the best that you the best that um could come out of it so it's hard to recognize in ourselves, but that's that's why we I suppose have to keep going back to um a lot of like self a lot of self-reflection um, mm-hmm. A lot of just uh, trusting in the Lord, and it's hard, and it's very hard. Um, that's why that's why it's not always thriving. That's why it's sometimes it's difficult. But we we make the most of this time, and we press on towards the goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in time, if that if that's what God wills, He He will reveal it. And um, I, I guess with that being said, are there any other points you would like to add, Laura, before? before we say goodbye I think one last thing that I have been you know kind of thinking about through this time um is and I think I think it's what you it's what we might have covered already but um we are in a current sort of societal trend mm-hmm. where we where there where women expect their men to treat them like a queen. They expect their man to be a king himself. And I'm saying these semi-ironically, because, or I, I guess with a, with a little bit of a, of a um, sarcastic tone, mm-hmm. because, you know, we hear, oh, I'm a queen, he needs to treat me as such. Mm-hmm. And I would counter that with, but are you? And I'm not making, I'm not saying, I'm not asking anyone that specifically. I'm saying that as a general rule because it's so easy to fall into the trap of, you know, the fourth wave feminism, female empowerment, mm-hmm. and to expect men to do things for you and expect men to understand you, and mm-hmm. yet also very not self-centered. Be, yes, it a is, very self-centered way to look at a relationship, right? Yes, and I would, I would strongly caution against that, especially if you're also trying to strive to be a strong christian because the entirety of christianity is selflessness it's submission to god and Mm -hmm. if you can't submit to the one who created you loves you unconditionally who died to save you Mm -hmm. and you're stuck in a worldly mentality how can you submit yourself to the man who is across and i say submit in the biblical 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 femininity yes biblical womanhood calls us to submit to our submit to our husbands yes um, and yeah. I, I think it's how can if you can't submit yourself to god how can you not submit yourself to your partner who has flaws and insecurities might not mm-hmm. always be there um you he's, know he's might human. not be able to be there he's right. human so that is something that we that all of us have to take a moment to will take many moments to consider <laughs> as we're yeah. going through this process yes yes oh i love that absolutely um, yeah, comes down to to looking like checking ourself. Check, mm-hmm. check or check check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, um, hopefully you guys could take uh, something from this episode. Um, yeah, like not definitely not bullet uh, list and bullet points and sure. uh, 
an even sometimes line. Sometimes those are the best, though. Sometimes those are the best. Thank you so much for joining me, Laura, today as we spoke about the concept of singleness. Uh, yeah, thank you for thank you for being here. I love you. Thank you so much for having me on. I really, really appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, Till next time, God bless and packs up bonum.